Welcome back, everyone, to the Men on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Brad Richard, and today we are going to be joined by a gentleman by the name of Ron Abrams, and he is here representing the Texas Veterans Commission, the TVC, and uh, we're going to get some information from him on all the great services that they offer and how they're helping veterans in uh, the big state of Texas. So, Ron Abrams, are you with me on the line, sir? I am here, Brad, and thanks for having me. <laughs> you are welcome. Uh, I, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, as the listeners know, this podcast is for men and, and women veterans. Um, the, the title, of course, Men on a Mission podcast, but uh, we want to help the, uh, the lady veterans that are out there as well and the yep. family members of our veterans. So tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, just kind of give the listeners uh, your background. Oh, great, great. Uh, well, again, my name is Ron Abrams. I'm actually the district outreach coordinator for the Texas Veterans Commission here in, North, in the North Texas region or district. Uh, we cover roughly 28 counties and counting. Um, there's about 254 counties within the state of Texas, but we cover them all. Uh, so we're co-located with the uh, workforce solutions offices. I am a veteran myself, uh, 21 years, three months, 18 days, and uh, I retired in the year 2005. <laughs> wow. Thank and, you. Uh, for Thank you for your service, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for yours as well. Yes. Another You're army welcome. veteran. We got two army I, uh, guys on. Yeah. Indeed. I, uh, my first nine and a half years, I was in air defense artillery. Uh, started out with the red eye uh, anti-missile or anti-aircraft missile system. And then it was upgraded to the uh, Stinger and then the Avenger. But then I got picked up for recruiting duty. So that's what I did for my last 11 and a half years. <laughs> Oh, nice, nice. Oh, yes. I, I, I've heard that's good duty. I, I never had the opportunity to, uh, to, to get that duty. Uh, I was a military police officer, so I was, uh, I was stuck out. They kept, they kept me outside. <laughs> Understood. For, for all well, my I, time. I, I will tell you, it's, it's one of the more challenging positions to hold within the Army. I, I will tell you that, uh, especially if you're recruiting during a time of war. It could be very challenging. And uh, I was always stationed in the Southeast states. Uh, as a matter of fact, I recruited in uh, Florence, Alabama, Chiefland, Florida, Hinesville, Georgia, and uh, the, finally Millington, Tennessee was my last uh, recruiting area. Uh, but they always had me in a rural area. So it was definitely hard. It was so hard to do, but I made it through though, I made it through. Yes. Grab it, grabbing people off the sidewalk, <laughs> sidewalks, uh, the malls, telephones, anywhere you can think of, they told us to go out and find them. So we did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's get into, um, let's get into, uh, TVC, Texas Veteran Commission. And, uh, it's kind of a two-part question here. Now, is there a veterans commission in each of the 50 states? Uh, no, there isn't. However, we are what you call disabled veteran outreach program specialists. Here in the state of Texas, our being under the Texas Veterans Commission, we call ourselves veteran career advisors. And, but we still fall under the Department of Labor. Everything we do is mandated by the Department of Labor. So in that respect, there's a disabled veteran outreach program specialist in every state, and we're co-located within, uh, co within every unemployment office, so to speak. Uh, here in the state of Texas, we call them workforce solution offices or jobs, uh, job centers. Okay. So, so, so for, for a listener uh, in another state other than Texas, um, their best bet would be to go through the unemployment office for veteran services. Yes, uh, just self-identify, just self-identify as a veteran, and they'll usually call that veteran, uh, well, that dis disabled veteran outreach program specialist out to help you. So you're you're pushed to the front of the line. There is no waiting for you as a veteran. Okay, cool. Well, exactly. Um, tell us what the TVC does 
and what are some of the things that you offer the veterans when, when they're working with you? Oh, great. So in a nutshell, what we do mainly is to help veterans become employment ready. The ultimate goal is to get them employed. <laughs> so we help them with their resumes, interview techniques, business dress. Uh, we even teach them how to uh, answer certain questions in interviews that are usually pretty tricky for some, some people. Uh, but that's what we do uh, at the base level. And you'll find there's a lot of veterans that come out and they don't even know what a resume is. They never had to do a resume. They graduated high school and went straight into the military or they graduated college, went straight into the military. So they never had to create a resume. So we show them uh, how to do that and to get rid of all that military jargon that keeps their resumes from going forward or getting in front of those hiring managers. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, we have a lot of programs to help veterans, again, become employment ready by overcoming their significant barriers to employment. And that could be education. So we help them in not only uh, where to navigate with the uh, Montgomery GI Bill, uh, but we also talk to them about the Hazelwood Act and anything that uh, has to do with education, we can help them overcome that barrier and getting that education if it's needed. We also help them with uh, service-connected disabilities. We help them start their, uh, their claim. And even if they have service-connected disabilities and they're receiving monies for that, if the condition has worsened or that person or that uh, veteran is now receiving medication for a condition that they, that they uh, are receiving monetary compensation for, uh, then you can actually get that increase in, mon in monetary compensation. If in fact the condition has worsened or they're now receiving med uh, medication for that. Uh, it's a, it's a, a process that you have to, you know, have some patience with, uh, but we help you get through that process very well though. We have some great folks working in TBC claims right now. Mm -hmm. uh, now we also help veterans by way of homelessness, uh, mental health, uh, even if it's transportation, we can help them out. And we are in partnership and uh, collaboration with a lot of organizations out here that are specifically designed to help not only the general public, but they have a, a, a special place in their heart uh, for the veterans as well. So uh, we can usually get them to the front of the line there in those respects as well. And a lot of that money comes from uh, grant money. And we even give grants to certain organizations if they're willing to step up and offer something special in the way of uh, education, transportation, mental health, uh, anything that they have that they feel that can help a, a veteran, uh, there's a good chance that they can receive uh, grant funding from us. Uh, if you just go to our website, uh, you can actually click on the tab that says grants, <laughs> and then below that, uh, it'll give you everything that we cover uh, when it comes to the grant process. Now, and, uh, <clears throat> now, as far as your website goes, are there any specific resources? And, and we're going to put your website in the show notes. So down yeah. in the show notes, we'll have a, a clickable link to your website so people can go straight there. Um, and uh, once they get there, what resources are available to them through TBC? Now, by way of resources, again, that's going to come from uh, whatever their significant barrier is uh, to employment. If it is education and they don't know how to navigate uh, the educational process, then yes, we do have a counselor or counselors, plural, uh, that can help those veterans navigate the process. But another resource that I'm very proud of is the uh, when it comes to the, the Veterans Administration and how to navigate that medical process there. A lot of folks, they'll get appointments, but then they don't know that, well, this is where you needed to be and you should have been there at least 30 minutes prior. Uh, so we have counselors that will help you navigate the medical process itself. 
what to expect on employment or uh, appointments rather, and also what to expect on the procedures in many in many regards. Uh, they're very versed in how the medical process works in the VA. Uh, now, on the outside of Texas Veterans Commission, again, we're in contact with uh, organizations that will help veterans with uh, funds if, in fact, they're behind on rent or they may need some car repairs, uh, they're behind on phone bills. Uh, we are in contact with organizations that have the monies to help them overcome those barriers. Uh, so we cover a myriad of areas when it comes to a veteran's life and some of the obstacles that, they, that they're trying to overcome. Okay, that <clears throat> sounds like a one-stop shop. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Now, as far as the staff, um, the staff, you know, there at TVC, uh, are they working from home? And if so, how are they connecting? How are they reaching out to veterans as far as, you know, connecting with veterans, but the social distancing aspect of it that we're all currently under uh, and maybe for quite some time, who knows, but how are they, how are they connecting with veterans if, if they are in fact working from home and not, you know, in a specific office where veterans can meet with them one-on-one? -on -one? So we have a great director <laughs> for the Texas Veterans Commission, and he's in contact with uh, not only uh, Congress, but also state government. So we're abiding by all the mandates, all the precautions when it comes to this uh, emergency time or a time of emergency. So yes, we are working from home, uh, but it does not stop us. Uh, they provided us with all the equipment we need uh, from Surface Pros to iPhones, uh, Zoom capabilities. Uh, so even our appointments don't stop. We can still service or provide services for the veteran from home, uh, even in their claims. Uh, you can actually schedule an appointment and get up right there online and talk to a, a claims representative to help you with your claims. So nothing has stopped. We have kept going and we're still in the fight. We're all veterans, which is actually a very interesting fact. Every person that you meet when you go to the, uh, I, I hate to say unemployment office, but the work Workforce Solutions Office, once you self-identify as a veteran, you're going to meet a veteran. And that veteran has probably walked in the same shoes that you have. Right. Uh, maybe even relate to a lot of the big, uh, significant barriers to employment that you have. So again, we have not stopped and we are continuing that process via online, telephone, uh, emails, the whole, whole nine yards. We still help out. Great, great. Um, I have a two-part question, and uh, we're fixing to go to our our one and only break um, for our oh, sponsor break. That was so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, time flies, right? Indeed. Um, I, it's a two-part question. I'm going to go ahead and ask this question. We can chat about it a little bit uh, before we take our break, and then come back for our second segment. So, um, at TVC, <clears throat> we're going to get into the website a little more in the second segment. Do they have to like sign up or do they have to register uh, on your website, you know, to, to kind of make themselves known to you? Um, what, what actions do they take when they visit your website if they're looking for help? If, if they're looking for help, the website provides contact information to a veteran career advisor nearest them. Again, we cover the whole state of Texas. Uh, but I here, my being here near uh, Dallas, of course, I can't help out a person who's way down in El Paso. Uh, but we do have my counterpart, district outreach coordinator down there, Don uh, Perot. Uh, he's my counterpart down there. But we also have our veteran career advisors within those workforce solutions offices. So you can find their contact information on the website as well. Uh, now, once they get to the Workforce Solutions Office, the only thing they're required to, uh, how do you say, register with or, or uh, join <laughs> is the Workforce Solutions workintexas.com. That's where they have to build their profile uh, within their, their website or their unemployment uh, website. Uh, it's usually the first thing that they're asking you to do when you're applying for unemployment as well. So 
that's the only thing that we require. And it's the only way we can provide the help that we have for the veteran. Uh, we use the same website to help them uh, navigate the system and to also look for uh, jobs that they can apply to. After, after which uh, we refer them to our veteran employment liaison. And it, as a matter of fact, here in this area, we have uh, roughly four, I, I like to say five because the fifth one is actually one of the supervisors or, or coaches as we like to call them. Uh, but once we've helped them overcome that significant barrier by way of a resume, in other words, we help them create that resume. We also help them with their interview techniques, uh, how to answer those tough questions within the interview. We show them how to dress for the interview as well. Uh, you, you don't want to bring a lot of that military jargon and military mannerisms and using the knife hands and all that, you know, during the uh, interview. So we teach them how to how to navigate that interview and come away with with the position with that company. Uh, but again, the only thing that we're requiring them to do by way of registering is to go into the workintexas.com website. Uh, I apologize. I think that was my computer dinging there. It might have uh, been mine. <laughs> uh, okay. But again, just go there and uh, register. You're going to build your profile and also you're going to self-identify within the veteran section of that website as well. And okay. that's how we're able to narrow things down for you and uh, help you get through, get to and get through uh, that interview and find that employment that you're, that you're looking for. Okay. Well, um, the second part, the, the second part of my two-part question uh, before we go to break is, do you have on the website, on TBC's website, any kind of employment or career assessment evaluation? Um, for example, let's say someone uh, is coming out of the military and let's say they were, they were a grunt they were uh, they were eleven Bravo, I believe. That's what it was called, right? Yes. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and they were into mortars, and they were into all these, you know, uh, war type, you know, uh, scenarios as far as what they were doing in the military. Yes. When they come out to match up their skill set and to match up what they've been doing for multiple years before entering the civilian workforce, do you have any kind of career? assessment test or tools to help them decide what they would like to do in the civilian world you know that that may be the the complete opposite of what they were doing for the military you know what i'm saying to try to help them kind of hone in uh, a career that that they want um if that makes sense that's the second part your know, second part of my question uh, well uh so the short answer is no. <laughs> okay. On our website, uh, it's basically just a channel for you to, to enter so that you can get to the Veteran Careers Career Advisor near your area. That's the main purpose of our Texas Veterans Commission's website. Once you find that Veteran Career Advisor near your area, that's when you'll find the assessment tools, things of that nature, not only within the workintexas.com website, uh, but they, we also help them with translating their 11 Bravo status, as you say, <laughs> their infantry, uh, but all the other uh, military, um, military jobs or careers that they may have had. And that's on a website called ONET, ONET.org. And ONET is spelled O-N-E-T. Uh, and essentially, you'll go there, and there, there are toggle buttons that you can use to upload your resume or just do the translation as to what your job entailed and how that matches with the civilian counterpart uh, so that you can find the employment that you're looking for. Uh, again, we're translating that military jargon into civilian jargon so that you know what jobs to apply to. Uh, the, the, the industry 
all industries, all careers, they always change their, their jargon as well. So we help them with the updated version of what you used to do. Uh, a prime example, I went through the same thing. I was a recruiter, uh, but I realized that I wasn't matching up with a lot of jobs out there because they changed the name in a lot of their industries or a lot of their companies. Uh, a recruiter is now called a human resource uh, sourcer or a sourcing specialist. Uh, in some companies, they'll call them program specialists, uh, but they are recruiters if you just read the job description. So that's another thing that we do. We sit down with that uh, veteran and show them how to navigate not only the websites of these companies, but also to navigate that job description. You've got to know what they're asking for or looking for in the job description and know that it translate in, translates into what you used to do in the military. It's just that simple. But we've got so many veterans uh, within the Texas Veterans Commission. So you can imagine the type of jobs that you can come across when just speaking to one of our career advisors. Mm -hmm. They may have done the same thing you've done, uh, or you may find that they may have been an equal opportunity specialist or uh, equal opportunity manager. They could have been in the finance field, you know. Right. <laughs> I've only met one person that was in the finance field, by the way, here in the uh, civilian world that used to be a uh, financial specialist in the Army. I've only met one. Oh, but, wow. Uh, oh, yes. But every career field that you can think of, you're probably going to come across that uh, while talking to one of our career advisors. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I, that, to me, that, <clears throat> that makes sense. And that, that's kind of like the second tier or the third tier um, that they can enter into. But yeah, because, sure. because when I came out, I, you know, I was unsure if I wanted to be in civilian law enforcement. Um, I had, you know, I had done law enforcement, um, whether it was in the field or, or if it was a garrison duty on, on post. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, I was kind of unsure. It's like, do I really want to be a police officer uh, in the civilian sector? You yes. know, and uh, and so I was looking at, at other options and there wasn't there wasn't the resources and the tools that you're speaking of today uh, yeah. back in 1988, 1988, uh, you know, you, you they pretty much just gave you your DD 214 and said, get out and good luck. Good luck. Good luck out there. You, you know, or or you'll be back. And I heard that, too. You, you'll be back um, yeah. because. Uh, I heard the same thing. <laughs> yeah, the civilian world is scary. So uh, yeah, you'll probably be back. Right. But yeah. <laughs> um, You're right. Well, before we go to break, and um, if you could just is the website easy to remember, if you want to go ahead and give the website, and then I'm going to put the link in the show notes too. Oh, it's a very easy. It's uh, TVC as Tango Victor Charlie, or phonetically uh, gifted people. Yeah. Uh, TVC.texas.gov. Again, that's tvc.texas, and you have to spell Texas out, .gov, G-O-V. tvc.texas.gov, and we'll put that in the show notes as, as well. Um, when we get back from our break, we're going to, uh, you know, get into some more uh, of, the, of the meat and potatoes of, of TVC. Great. Um, right now, I think, uh, you know, I think I, I changed the format of my podcast. Um, I went from... Um, you know, a self-improvement uh, author, business coaches, writers, and, and things of that nature, uh, based on, on the two books that, I, that I've written. And, uh, and I changed the format um, to, to focus in on, on veterans and their families. Because as a veteran myself, um, the things that I'm seeing, you know, uh, from the suicide rate to the challenges that veterans are facing. Yes. Um, there's a lot of resources out there, but there's a lot of bureaucracy, a lot of red tape. Um, if, if any, you know, if any veteran has ever dealt with the VA, you know, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's like, can't we simplify this? And, uh, and can't we just get answers to our questions? So that's why I'm having you on. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, my listeners are going to benefit from this greatly to have, uh, have this resource and have this information in, in the state of Texas. Uh, as well as in their own states, but there is a lot of help out there, and yes, we sir. just we just need to keep uh, pounding that home and letting 
and letting our uh, our brothers and sisters, uh, you know, don't give up, don't lose hope. There's always help out there. So um, I I really appreciate you addressing that. It sounds like TV, TVC is a great place. It's a great starting place. Um, the the military, you know, all of us know the military is very structured. Um, it gives us that peace of mind and that security and that strength. And uh, you know, who it's it's tough when when you when you get out and uh, and you're looking at going back into the civilian world, that lack structure. Yes, it lacks personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. It it lacks uh, camaraderie. It, it it lacks so many things that we get used to. And that we, aren't, you, aren't, aren't you thankful that we've walked away with a lot of the skills that the military has given us? Oh, this, absolutely. This last crisis uh, last week with all the power going out here in Texas, the cold, everything. I have my children here, uh, my grown sons and their children rather, uh, in my home. And I was able to use a lot of the things I, I learned in the military, you know, how to do the layering when you're getting dressed. Mm-hmm. And to, to move around and do the little exercises to stay warm, uh, keep everyone involved and keep them active. Uh, we, we had a great time here, to be honest with you. The whole family <laughs> together, you know. Uh, it now, was, the power, oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, um, I, I got several calls from family members, you know, concerned. Uh, are you okay? Are you okay? And yes. I, I told them everything that we had put in place, all of our backup plans and and uh, what we were doing and what we weren't doing. And they were like, wow, you know, well, how did you know to do that? And, you know, when did you buy that? And when did you get this? You know, when did you come up with that backup plan? And, it, and, and I said, it's, it's part of our DNA. It's like, right. you know, you, you, you plan for it and you are prepared for anything. And, uh, you know, it's like you said, it, it's something that the military trains us. And, uh, and, and being prepared and keeping that calmness and that peace of mind, knowing that you're going to be okay, you're going to be warm, uh, you're going to be fed, um, you won't be sitting in the dark for hours and hours right. and hours, you're going to have some, some light source, some way to cook, some way to, uh, way to you know, consume nutrition, nu- nutritional warm food, That's and right. alternative or, or even sources. Back. Yeah, even a backup generator, uh, just mm-hmm. buying a generator that you can plug electrical devices into. I, I know you got to go to break. I know, but that, this is okay. an exciting subject for me. <laughs> and I, I, again, I, I appreciate you having me on today. Oh, you're 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 very welcome. But uh, I I think one last thing, and then we're going to skip to break here uh, real quick, and then we'll come back for segment two because there's lots more we can talk about. But uh, yeah, my my focus of this podcast is to continue to build. And I say continue to build because the seeds always planted in every soldier, uh, man and woman, uh, soldier, um, that they need to be prepared. They need to be strong. They need to be a leader and they need to be strong for the people around them, not just their family, but their community. And so, um, you know, the purpose of this website, the bottom line is, is to build strong leaders and to build stronger people so that if their community needs them, like what happened last week, uh, you know, here in Texas, um, we can be there and people can lean on us and they can kind of follow our lead and say, you know, I, he or she knows what they're doing and yes. I'll be safe if, if I follow their lead and I do what they're doing and, and do what they suggest. So that's, uh, that's the point, you know, making people uh, stronger and, uh, and serving each other, you know, because that's basically what we did in the military. I mean, we, we were there to serve everybody. But when yes. we come out in the civilian communities, there's a lot of need for, for service and a lot of need for strength. And, uh, you know, everybody needs a soldier by their side, I think, you know, just <laughs> just in my biased opinion. But, um, okay, Ron. A, I'm, <laughs> a battle buddy, if you will. <laughs> everybody needs a battle buddy. Yeah. And uh yes. I, I had several last week and uh, had a lot of people calling and, and, you know, and, and, uh, and making sure everything was okay. And, and they were surprised on how prepared we were and how, how okay we were. And I said, Hey, we got this, you know, yeah. uh, we're, we're doing so much better than others. Uh, you yes. know, I can, I can assure you that. So, 
And, All right. and once, you, once you, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Finish that thought. No problem. I was just going to say, once you experience the cold in Korea, nothing compares to that. Nothing. Right. So right. I, I've, experienced, I've experienced two weeks in a tent at uh, uh, Fort Wainwright all the way up in Fairbanks, Alaska for two weeks. And uh, uh, we were up there for two weeks. And uh, up there, when you step outside of the tent up in uh, Fort Wainwright, your pee never hits the ground. <laughs> I, I can tell you, it, ne it, <laughs> it never gets there. So uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, uh, I was in Alaska for four years. So, uh, you know, the, I'll, I would never want to go back to that type of cold, but I'm telling you, uh, it, it's, uh, you, you never forget it. You, you never forget it and you never want to repeat it. So, right. <laughs> all right, well, we're going to take just a short break and uh, just a couple sponsor uh, spots here. And when we get back from our break, we're going to, uh, be joined again by Ron Abrams. And once again, he is with the Texas Veterans Commission uh, in Dallas, Texas, but for the whole state of Texas. And we're gonna get into some, uh, some more details and some more information, hopefully that the, uh, the people listening to the Men on a Mission podcast can benefit from. So we will be right back after a short break. Welcome our new sponsored Scars and Stripes Coffee Company. They empower veterans to build their own business using their e-commerce platform. When you purchase from Scars and Stripes Coffee, you are buying from a veteran, and your purchase directly impacts the men and women who have served our country. Do more than say, thank you for your service. Order today and empower a veteran. Use vet code BRADRICHARD at scarsandstripescoffee.com. That's scarsandstripescoffee.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Men on a Mission podcast. We are speaking with Ron Abrams. He is with the Texas Veterans Commission. And if you don't want to say Texas Veterans Commission, just say TVC. That's what we did in the first segment is TVC. And we've been uh, talking about the services, uh, the resources, and all the help that they provide at the Texas Veterans Commission. They work through the unemployment, uh, the unemployment office uh, offices throughout the state of Texas, and basically that is the workforce solution office in your area in the state of Texas. Uh, outside of Texas, uh, in the United States, you can just contact your uh, your unemployment office, identify yourself as a veteran, and they will direct you to a similar office in your state uh, to do uh, to, to do the same things uh, and to help you with that. So. Uh, welcome back, Ron, from our short break. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you're still here with me. Uh, we didn't have Indeed. any tech, technical difficulties or didn't drop anything. So, um, yeah, we are we are back uh, after our break here. Um, my, my next question that I wanted to have you address is when it comes to veterans filing claims, um, I mean, they, they can still do that. They can still, I mean, the claims are still being being filed and processed for veterans. Is that correct? So, yes. So uh, essentially, any questions you may have, uh, just write them down and bring them with you uh, when you're talking to the veteran career advisor uh, initially. Uh, someone said the dumbest question is the one that you never ask. So definitely ask the questions. That's what we're here for. We love doing what we do. Again, we walked in the same shoes you did. Uh, so we know some of the barriers and obstacles you're experiencing. Uh, some of you may have gotten, I was about to say gotten out, uh, but we like to say transition. <laughs> A lot of you have transitioned from the military and you never uh, submitted a claim. Uh, you may have had to, may have to have moved a little bit quickly uh, because you had family, had to move your furniture, uh, no time to go to appointments, no problem. Just mention the fact uh, that you need to file your claim when you speak to one of our veteran career advisors, and we'll put you in touch with one of our TVC claims representatives. Uh, they are DVOPS as well, Disabled Veteran Outreach Program Specialists, and it is their job, it is their duty uh, to go through your records and help you submit your claim. Uh, and also put it in proper terms. Uh, a lot of times you may call it this or call it that, but in reality, it's 
another medical term. So they help you navigate that and submit the right uh, paperwork and the right or the proper claim uh, for for your service. Um, another thing, we used the Workforce Solutions Office as a name. We used the Unemployment Office as a name. Uh, but there's another one uh, that the uh, Department of Labor uses, and that's America's Job Centers. So it just depends upon who's listening to this podcast as to where you're located. Uh, all, over the, all over the United States, you're going to find a disabled veteran outreach program specialist within your unemployment office. Now I'm putting up air quotes here, uh, but again, it just depends upon where you're located. But if you're going someplace to file your, uh, your unemployment, that's probably where you're gonna find one of us to help those veterans who have just transitioned from the military to include uh, your claims. If you are, uh, if you're receiving medication, for a condition that you that you received uh, compensation for when you transitioned from the military, if you're now receiving medication for that, or the condition has worsened, uh, it's a good chance that you can get your uh, monies augmented. You can get your uh, percentage augmented or raised. Uh, same thing happened to me. I was 30% when I first transitioned from the military. Uh, I continued to go to my appointments. Uh, things pro progressively got worse in one of my conditions. So uh, I eventually got it up to 50%. And that was in 2010. And then in 2012, uh, I received medication for a particular condition that I, uh, that I got while I, in the, while I was in the military. So now I'm at a 100% uh, employable, 100% employable. So it just depends upon what your condition is, whether you received medication for it then as opposed to now, uh, whether you're receiving prosthetics now, you know, any changes that you may have experienced because of your conditions, you may be able to be uh, further compensated, I like to say, uh, monetarily. <laughs> okay, great. Now, yes, um, so obviously the TVC um, does interface with the VA with, with the Veterans Administration? I mean, on, on the medical side of it, obviously you have an interface with the VA? That, that's correct. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, here in, uh, well, next to us in Fort Worth, uh, in that particular office, they not only have our uh, company, our, our um, I'm sorry, our organization, but we're co-located with the uh, DAV and the Order of Purple Heart. And uh, I believe the uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars, they can actually help you with your claims as well. And I'm giving these, uh, these organizations out because again, we work collectively. Uh, if you're in a rural area and there's just no way you can get to us, but you have a order of Purple Heart in between yourself and us, then of course they're, they're located closer to you geographically. So naturally go to them and they can help you out as well. Uh, but again, we all work together, we collaborate, and if there's anything we can do, we will do it. Okay, great. Does um, does TVC provide any kind of family assistance, military yes, family we do. support? Oh, yes, most definitely. Great question. <laughs> we usually uh, kind of miss over that or skip over it, uh, but we do have a representative who's works, who works strictly with the family members. And uh, you have one in, in each one of our regions. So if you have a spouse or you have children who are looking for employment, uh, we have a representative that, that can uh, help you with uh, your spouses or your children in regards to finding employment. Um, again, there's one in every region. If, now I will tell you, once you come to the office or you uh, speak to us via Zoom, give us an email, whatnot. We can get you in contact with that particular representative in your area. And again, if you just want to find someone who's located near you, uh, just go to our website, tvc.texas.gov, and we'll, you can actually fill out a form on the, under the contact tab. And uh, once you fill that form out, we'll actually reach out to you. And you'll probably get a, get a call or an email that day. Excellent. Yeah, that <clears throat> that uh, answers my last question, so I can skip that one. Uh, if veterans have questions, where do they go? That's that's where they need to go. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
my my next issue or or next thing that I kind of want to jump into is, in your opinion, um, what's the number one issue that TVC addresses or focuses uh, focuses on? Is it just employment? I mean, would you consider that to be the number one your the number one uh, like your mission statement for TVC? Oh, again, great question. Uh, so again, our main focus is to help veterans become employment ready. We want you to be employed, gainfully employed. Uh, we want you to find a, a career, not, not just a job, but a career, something that's long lasting. Uh, ultimately, anything you do in life, uh, you can't accomplish that unless you've got uh, great money <laughs> coming in uh, to fill those coffers or those savings accounts or checkings accounts. You get you have to have a great career or, uh, or something that's meaningful and lasting. So that's our main goal. Our main goal is to help you become employment ready. Now, if during that process, you're experiencing uh, homelessness, uh, you need food, shelter, uh, help with your claims, navigating the health system within VA and, and the civilian world too, uh, Anything you can think of, we're probably going to be able to help you. We have organizations, we collaborate with people, we collaborate with, with systems uh, and organizations that can help you overcome those significant barriers. But again, great question. Our main goal is to help you find or prepare you and help you become employment ready. Mm -hmm. Excellent. As far as TVC goes, what social media platforms? Um, I mean, TVC are are they on social media platforms? Oh, most definitely. Where people can can find what 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 are some of the platforms that you guys are on? So right now we're on uh, Twitter, and our particular Twitter, you just put in Texas Veterans, and you'll be able to find our uh, particular Twitter there uh, just by putting in, in in the search on Facebook. Uh, you can find us uh, as or listed as Texas Veterans Commission. And same thing with LinkedIn, Texas Veterans Commission. Uh, we as veteran career advisors, we even have our own pages. And I, I put, a, put up a lot of uh, jobs that, uh, that I, I may find you, well, I, I think you might be finding interesting as if you're seeking employment especially now that COVID is here, a lot of folks are working from home, but believe it or not, they're still making over $50,000 a year, 60. Uh, you can still work from home and make that amount. So a lot of the jobs that I share uh, will, will actually put you in that range. And a lot of the jobs that I share on my particular LinkedIn, they, they were probably posted within hours or maybe two or three days of my posting them on my LinkedIn. If you are within the first 25 people to um, apply to a particular job that has just come open, then your chances are a whole lot better than someone who's applying for that same position uh, maybe two, three weeks later. Because by that time, that company has received over Oh man, it, it's insurmountable. They could have received over 3000 resumes and everything. But if you can be with one, within one of those first 25, your chances are a whole lot better. So when I share a job on LinkedIn, it's gonna be within hours or two or three days of that company posting that particular position. So okay. I'm searching for you as well. Okay. Hopefully well, I answered your question. I rambled out there. But no, that was great. No. Um uh, would you be able to provide the links, uh, the social media platform links, so we can put those in the show notes as well? Sure, most definitely. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll do that for you, and I've got your email as well. So, yeah, yeah, that'll be great if you can provide those. Um, just you know, a couple of them, and uh, that'll give the listeners resources besides the website where they can go to LinkedIn or they can check out Twitter. Um, follow on Twitter, you know, follow on LinkedIn and that type of thing. Yes. So we'll put those links in the show notes uh, as well. Um, my, my last question for you, and then we're going to get into just uh, kind of some general conversation about veterans as a whole. What, in your opinion, 
is the number one or the most important issue currently affecting veterans in the state of Texas? What is, what is the number one thing that is reoccurring or the number one issue that you see? And, and you're asking my opinion, my personal in, opinion? In your opinion, what is okay. the, what's <laughs> the most concerning issue that the vets are facing? Um, when it, and and it, it may be involved, uh, employment may be involved or other factors, you know, life factors may be involved. Yes. What, what do you think is the number one concern for, for our vets right now in, in our state? And again, this is just my opinion, uh, sure. but finding finding employment that enables them to make just as much, if not more money than they made when they were in the military. Uh, as you know, everything is pretty much free uh, in the military, uh, free medical, free dental, things of that nature. Uh, we even help out your family with their medical and dental. Uh, but then when they get out here, uh, they may make $50,000 a year, but uh, a lot of that money is, is slowly uh, lowered <laughs> the, the, the amount because you have to pay for your dental for the family and yourself and things of that nature. So in my opinion, it, it's the type of jobs that they're uh, needing or that they're, that they're looking for. However, if you can definitely get a hold of and get a grasp of understanding uh, how important it is to talk to a claims representative, then that money that you receive from your service-connected disability can definitely help. Uh, but we are helping uh, with helping your spouse find employment to include your children. So definitely talk to us. Uh, but again, that seems to be the, the most prevalent thing that I see uh, that is finding a job that it will enable a veteran to make just as much, if not more, than they were making when they were in the military, just to you know keep everything on track. So um, it's it's it's, yes. it's it's matching it's matching the overall benefits with a civilian career opposed to a military career. Exactly, and you know as long as they can just keep their head above water. Uh, try not to get frustrated and, you know, try to over overcome those barriers. In, in other words, don't, don't give up. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I know it's tough. Uh, there's over what, 22 uh, veterans committing suicide almost every, well, every day, as a matter of fact. Uh, but if they just self-identify and reach out to another veteran, uh, talk to one of us, a veteran career advisor, um, just talk to someone. Uh, but we, you, you can definitely overcome just about anything in life if you just talk. Uh, Tony Robbins, he has a great statement. He says, uh, your quality of life is determined by the quality of your communication. Your quality of life is determined by the quality of your communication. So if you don't communicate, there's a good chance the quality of life goes down. Because if you can com communicate with someone, they may have a great idea for you. They may have a great resource for you. Uh, they, they may even have a little money for you by way of uh, a job that, they, that they're aware of that you definitely fit. So talk to someone. <laughs> yeah, speak up. Um, why do you think, and, and this kind of gets into uh, the last part of, of, uh, of the podcast here that, that I kind of gave you a heads up on. Um, it kind of gets into the the mind and the heart, you know, and the, uh, the self-esteem, self-respect, self-worth, and, and gets into uh, uh, the warm, fuzzy part of our veterans, you know, uh, the loving, caring side of them. Um, why do you think so many struggle with asking, asking for help? Uh, I think the main reason is self-esteem, uh, they uh, they want to save themselves from some type of embarrassment that they think may they may experience. Uh, it, coming from the military, you're always looking to make that next that next rank. Uh, mm -hmm. You're always staying sharp every day. You, you keep up on your physical fitness, and if you do everything well, you should get promoted. Uh, I think everyone can agree with that. However, once they hit the civilian world, uh, they they find that it's totally different. 
Uh, they can care less uh, whether you can run three miles and all that. <laughs> they just want to know how you can affect their bottom line in a positive way uh, or, or just find work. You know, so it, it's just the way they cope. Yeah. Uh, just the way they cope. There's a, I think I may be wrong on this, uh, but I think the etymological term or etym etymological origin of the word cope means to fight back or to punch. That's why they call police, uh, police officers cops. Uh, it comes from, uh, I believe, a Latin word, copel. Uh, but as long as you it, uh, find a better way to cope or the better way to fight back uh, to help you overcome your, your significant barriers, finding a better way is, all, is it, it helps. And again, it all, it all goes back to communication. Mm -hmm. Let me, let me throw something, uh, something out there. Just it's kind of food for thought and we can kind of go back and forth. Um, it, it just, it, I'll throw it out there and, and, and it might resonate with somebody that's listening. It's difficult. I, I think it's difficult for them to ask for help because when they come out of the military, they're seen as a soldier a warrior, a protector, and asking for help outside of the military does show some vulnerability. It shows weakness, and it shows um, some level of insecurity. Now, in contrast, in the military, you really don't, as far as you don't really ask for help, um, we kind of take it for granted because the help is always there. You know, if, if, uh, if, if, if you are running, you know, if you, if you're running or you're marching and someone is, is having a hard time in the military, the men and women will grab that individual and they'll drag them along. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, we're going to finish together, whether you can stand or not. And so I think the help and the support is is just taken for granted because it, it it's part of the culture you know in the civilian world it's not like that and and you like you said you have to speak up you have to ask for help you have to let people know hey i'm struggling i'm struggling and and i need someone you know to to uh give me a hand up uh and you know and to and, and maybe drag me the last you know, 50 feet. Uh, and so that, and that's, like I said, making that transition from the military to the civilian world, uh, that's kind of hard to find, you know, unless you tap in to organizations such as yours and you surround yourself with other veterans. Yes. And you, you know, you team up with, with other veterans that are currently living as civilians and uh, I think it's real important that all of us surround ourselves with our team members and, and, and with other vets. And, and I think it's important to keep other veterans in our lives because uh, there may be days and there may be times where we need them to carry us. And then, and then there'll be times that we'll do that for them as well. And so um, that's just you know, kind of my take on it when it, when it comes to asking for help and why it's it, it may be so difficult difficult for so many uh and and you know as you mentioned the the suicide uh rate of veterans at 22 a day um where are where are the veterans who mm. are those people uh you know uh it, they say it's a cry for help but it you know, my question is, is where are the veterans? Where are, um, where are the buddies? You know, the, the, uh, the battle buddies, where, where are those people? And so I think that's, uh, that's something that's very important. And I think it's, it's needed. The, the career and the jobs and readjusting to civilian life is very important. But if, if, if veterans, we as veterans, if we have 
things wrong with our spirit, our mind, our heart. Um, those have to be patched. Those have to be fixed first, you know, so that uh, that we that we feel we're strong enough, you know, to take advantage of of the tools and the resources and the and the careers and and things of that nature. So, um, what, what's your take on that, or or do you have any feedback on my little? monologue <laughs> you know ahead, what <laughs> i was quiet because you hit every point seemingly that that was very accurate uh but again it, it all goes back to the communication and once I, I think that's a major problem once we get out of the once we transition uh from the military uh we go into this this reclu reclusive life you know as opposed to uh, reaching out and finding these veterans. Where where are they? You know, where are they? Where are they on our jobs? Uh, where are they when you go to a sporting event or something like that, or to the store? You know, uh, a lot of us still have that look. <laughs> you could just tell by the way some people walk, uh, the way they right. talk, the, their mannerisms. You know, but just reach out and and uh, and talk, uh, even if it's on Zoom. You know, a lot of these. Uh, social platforms that we mentioned, uh, they have groups right there on the social uh, platforms. All you have to do is put the word veteran in there, uh, veteran groups, uh, just do those searches and you can find some folks to reach out to. But you were very accurate <laughs> with what you just shared. <laughs> yeah. Very accurate. Well, I, I mean, I've, you know, heard so many stories and, and when I talk with my mentoring clients, um, the, the the strength is there, the determination is there, the will is there, but without without a network or without a support of like-minded people, um, it, it's so hard for them to take any action moving forward. Um, yeah, and that's you know one of you brought up Tony Robbins, one of the keys to success. And this may be, be either Tony Robbins or maybe Zig Ziglar, but one of, one of the keys to success is uh, surround yourself with like-minded people. Mm. And that's why I think veterans are so, for the most part, there's always exceptions, but for the most part, I think soldiers are successful because they're surrounded by like-minded people. Right. They have a similar mission. They have a similar goal. And something that I'm a big advocate for, and I encourage veterans um, to do this, find something that you are truly 100% passionate about, find something that you've dreamed about your whole life, find other people doing that, and smother yourself with those people, those experiences, and, 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 and run with those people. You know, live your dream as your dream but it's so much easier to run with other dreamers than by yourself. And I think that's kind of where the military comes in um, and the camaraderie and the support system. Um, there's a lot of self-help out there, a, a lot of self-help, but I think a lot of people, when it comes to veterans, like you said, they're very isolated. They're very, um, they, they don't freely identify as a veteran for whatever the reason may be and uh and and they're somewhat uh reluctant to ask for help and uh if you reach out to another veteran and you ask for his or her help they're going to be there so it's probably not so much asking as is asking the right people right if if, if that makes sense and if, if that clicks Hopefully it does. <laughs> so I think that's uh, that's kind of a good place to to wrap it up. Um, <laughs> any last thoughts that you have? It's been a great interview. I want to thank Ron Abrams for being on the Men on a Mission podcast with me today. And once again, he is with the Texas Veterans Commission and uh, Workforce Solution Offices throughout Texas. So Ron, I'll give you the last couple of minutes. Uh, anything else you'd like to tell the listeners? or the veterans that are tuning in? Uh, well, again, thank you, Brad, for allowing me to share on, on your program. 
Um, again, if you know of a veteran that you feel might be interested or you feel uh, you can help, uh, give them a link to this particular show. Uh, let them hear uh, some of the organizations that we uh, collaborate with. Uh, perhaps they can get the contact information, things of that nature. Uh, but again, it, our main goal is to help veterans become employment ready, help them find that uh, meaningful and gainful employment. And uh, I also want to uh, shout out uh, one of my coworkers, uh, Emma Breitbarth. Uh, as I understand it, she referred, uh, gave you my name. So, <laughs> but Emma, she's our uh, veteran career advisor down in Tyler, Texas, and doing a phenomenal job, by the way. She really she really did some great things and is doing some great things for that particular office and in, in helping veterans find employment. So shout out to you, Emma. And uh, hopefully we'll get through this, this crisis, this uh, COVID thing, but yeah. we're going to, we're going to be okay though. Just communicate. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. Communicate and, uh, and reach out to your buddies. And uh, you know, if you, if you need a hand up, uh, reach up and, and, and if you have a free hand, reach down and pick somebody up, uh, especially another veteran. So it's all about loving each other. And, uh, uh, we're going to just kind of wrap up this, this podcast. Uh, today's episode has been, uh, really exciting, uh, filled with a lot of information. We are going to have, um, we're going to have the links in the show notes, uh, where you can connect with TVC and, uh, and Ron Abrams, uh, we'll have links in there where you can, plug into those links and, uh, and kind of connect, uh, with, uh, with like-minded people. It's important. So important that we stay connected with like-minded people. Um, that's why me and Ron could probably do a two or three hour, uh, show easily. Cause we easily. have things in common. <laughs> we could talk and talk and talk. And, uh, I, I, am I'm, I'm never lost for words when I'm talking with another veteran. Um, there's always something to talk about. There's always something that we can relate to. And so uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Once again, thank you, Ron. I appreciate you being on the podcast. My pleasure. And uh, thanks. Thanks again, uh, folks. I'm going to end like I always end. Uh, take care of yourself. Love your little me. If you want to know what that is, you can go back and listen to previous podcasts. I, I cover your little me a lot. So uh, love your little me. And, uh, and just love and take care of yourself. So until next time, you have lis been listening to the Men on a Mission podcast. But for now, um, take care. And we will be back in a couple of weeks with another episode of the podcast. Also, check out the website, www.bradrichard.net. You can go to the mentoring page. Uh, and if you are a veteran, I do offer my video and audio course, either one, absolutely free if you are a veteran. Just uh, send me an email and let me know which one you would like, and I will make sure you get the course at no charge to you. So until next time, I'm your host, Brad Richard. Take care of yourself, and bye for now. First to fight for the right and to build the nation's might, and we are equals rolling along. Out of all we have done, fighting till the battle's won, and we are